Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Lord, thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day, O oh God. Thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne, Father God. You said that we had the ability to come before your throne with boldness. Father God, we have the confidence that we can come before you and ask for anything that we need, O oh God. But you're such an awesome and majestic and powerful God, full of splendor, O oh God, that we cannot come to you without saying, bless your holy name, O oh God. We cannot come to you, Father God, without saying hallelujah. We cannot come to you, O oh God, with nothing else but reverence and awe, O oh God. You are God, O oh God. You are God of everything. You are the God of the universe. You are the creator, God. You are God who spoke the universe into existence. You spoke life itself into existence. Father God, you are life itself. Our finite minds cannot wrap around the concept of you, O oh God. So, Lord, we just say thank you. Father God, we say thank you for the ability to come and lay prostrate before your throne, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for a posture of worship. We thank you for a posture of obedience, O oh God. We thank you that we are bowed down in our spirits right now, Father God. For those of us on the line who are traveling and commuting to work, Father God, and to places that we need to be, we simply humble ourselves before you right now. We thank you, Father God, for traveling grace for those on the roads, for those in the skies, O oh God. We thank you for those walking and taking public transportation, O oh God, for those who are in Ubers or cabs, O oh God. We thank you for blessing the drivers. We thank you for clearing the path of any obstacles that may be there, O oh God. We even thank you for the people who are being the transported, O oh God. We thank you that they are praying for their transporters, O oh God, that they're putting a blessing upon them right now, O oh God, because we understand that if we know you, God, then we know your character. We understand that if we know your character, we can speak what you would speak, O oh God. We know that when you lay something upon our hearts, O oh God, that it will come to pass because you have given it to us, O oh God. We know that dreams do not originate with us, oh God. We know that they originate with you, Father God. We thank you that if you put something in our heads and lay something on our hearts, then that means that there is something in this earth, oh God, that you want to be done. Father God, we ask you right now for a spirit of obedience. May we do what you have laid on our hearts to do, Father God, because somebody is waiting on us, oh God. Somebody is waiting for what we have inside of us, oh God. Somebody is waiting for us to tip over and pour out that which you have poured in, oh God, that we may be continually refilled, Father God. Lord, we just continue to ask for obedience. Lord, crush the spirit of rebellion that is within us, oh God, because we understand that rebellion against you is a futile act, Father God. We understand that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, oh God. We understand that we're to come and agree on earth, that you are there in the midst, 
Father God, and you will do what they ask, O God. We understand that if we bind something, O God, that means that we do not allow it into our lives, O God. And we understand that if we loose, Father God, that we are allowing it into our lives, O God. So thank you, Lord, for putting us with a partner right now, O God, where we can disallow something into our lives and where we can loose something into our lives. We understand that that word bind means to lock, oh God, as if we're locking a door and shutting it out, oh God, or locking it in. Father God, give us that partner to pray with, oh God. Give us that partner to team up with, oh God. Let us lock and bind that which does not need entry into our lives, oh God. Allow us to loose and unlock and open that which needs to flow, oh God. Just like you told Moses at the waters of Meribah, speak to the rock, oh God and the water will flow. Thank you, O oh God, for allowing us to speak to the rock, Father God. Thank you at other times, O oh God, for telling us to strike the rock. Let us simply be obedient. Let us strike, O oh God, when you tell us to strike. Let us speak, O oh God, when you tell us to speak. Let us not take it upon ourselves, O oh God, because of the emotions and the pressures and the problems of life to do what we are pressured to do, O oh God. Let us stand on your word and understand that obedience is so much better than sacrifice. Let us learn from the example of King Paul, O oh God, not to do what we think is best, but to simply do what you told us to do. You don't need any help whatsoever for us, O oh God, from us, O oh God. You don't need us to do anything but obey because we understand when we try to help you, you will send a Samuel into our life who will tell us that the kingdom has been torn from our grip, oh God. You will tell us that somebody has been sent into our life to tell us that you have left us, oh God, because we left you first. Father God, let us not be like Saul, oh God. Let us learn from the many examples that you have put in your word, oh God, that we are simply to obey, Father God. Let us not be like Moses, O oh God, in his disobedience state, Father God. Let us not be the one who does what we think is best because of the pressures and the difficulties of life, O oh God. Let us not be able to see, touch, hear, feel, taste the promise, and then not be able to have it for the rest of our lives, O oh God, because we let emotions take control. Father God, we understand that you gave us as the primary piece of armor, the helmet of salvation. Father God, we understand that if our head is not protected, the body will fall, oh God. We understand that if the head is sick, the body will not function, oh God. We're talking about the head connected to our neck. We're talking about the heads of our churches. We're talking about the heads of our homes. We're talking about the heads of our jobs. Oh, God, we pray, pray a special blessing right now upon all the heads, oh, God, upon all the leadership, oh, God. We ask for healthy headship, oh, God. We ask for obedient headship. We pray a blessing of protection and covering, oh, God. We pray that those people who have not put on that piece of armor, put on that piece of armor, oh, God. Let the helmets be put on the heads right now, oh, God. Let all of the attacks of the enemy Playing against the metal of that helmet, oh God. Let us realize that we have salvation, oh God. That's what you call it, the helmet of salvation. That means that we are already saved before the battle has begun. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We are already saved before the battle has begun. That means that we can go into the fight with a certain level of confidence. That means that we have a force field around us, oh God. That means that we may feel the hit, oh God, but it will not injure. That means we may 
feel the hit, oh God, but it will not wound, oh God. That means we may feel the contact, oh God, but it will be of no effect. Lord, you said it like this, that the arrows that fly by day or the pestilence by night, oh God, that we will not be able to feel it. You said a thousand may fall on one side and 10,000 on the other, but it will not come near us, oh God. You have told us this repeatedly. So we thank you for the helmet of salvation. We thank you for the protection that is over our heads. We thank you for the protection that is over our minds, oh God. We do understand in this day and age and in the first age that you created that it is you, oh God. It is God's will over everything. You are at the head, oh God. Jesus on the cross said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit, oh God. We give our lives into your hands, oh God. We understand that Jesus died, so we didn't have to. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sacrifice. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your obedience. Thank you for your example, oh God. We understand that we get tired, oh God. You have given us the ultimate example. Jesus said, Father God, take this from me, O oh Lord, if it be your will. If not, your will be done and not mine. It gets hard, oh God. We thank you that we had Jesus walk the earth to know what we feel, oh God, to understand what we go through on a day-to-day basis. He knows, oh God. Thank you for giving us such an example that we can cry out to him and say, Lord, you know what it is that I'm going through. Lord, you know what it is that I need. Lord, you said if we ask, we shall receive. Lord, we ask right now from the depths of our souls, oh God. We thank you for Romans 8.26 when we don't have the word that we can just say, oh, Father God. And you will interpret that oh to mean what we need it to mean, oh, Father God. We don't have the words, but the Holy Spirit does, oh God. You said that with sighs and groanings that are unutterable, you will speak on our behalf, Holy Spirit. Speak to us today, Holy Spirit. For those of us who do not have the words, let us just give God an oh, oh, Father God. Interpret that for us because some of us do not have the words, oh God. We thank you for our Holy Spirit that guides us and leads us into all truth and pray for us when we cannot pray for ourselves, oh God. Pray for us when we cannot pray for others, oh God. Intercede for us when we don't know how to intercede. He is the great intercessor. Thank you, oh God, for such a gift, oh God. Thank you for being compassionate. Thank you for being known as the God of all comfort, that we may comfort those with the comfort that we have received from you, O oh God. Whoever you put in our path today, O oh God, if you have given us comfort, let us give them comfort. Whatever we are in need of, O oh God, let us give it to somebody else, O oh God. If we are in need of finances right now, Father God, let us give finances to somebody, and we know that you will give that good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over into our lap, O oh God. Thank you, Father God, because you said when we give to those who are in need, that we are giving you alone, oh God, and you will repay us, oh God. My, 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 how beautiful it is to be repaid by the Lord. I, <laughs> thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. Bless you for your word, oh God. Lord, we thank you today for the word that is getting ready to go forth, Father God. We thank you for the person who is bringing the word. We thank you for anointing this person. We thank you for putting your blessing upon them. We thank you right now for their obedience, oh God, to bring forth the word that you have given them. We thank you, Lord, that we have ears to hear 
minds to receive, eyes to perceive, O oh God. We thank you that the message going forth today will be food and nourishment for our very souls, O oh God. May it be the food that the world knows not of. We're not looking to fill our bellies, O oh God. We're looking to fill our spirits. We're looking to fill our minds. We're looking to fill our hearts. We're looking to fill our souls. We need food, O oh God. We need spiritual nourishment from you, O oh God. We want to move away from milk, O oh God. We desire the solid meat of the word, O oh God. We desire to move away from elementary teachings, O oh God. We desire to move to the advanced teachings that you have for us, O oh God, that will lead us into the abundant life, O oh God. We desire to stop playing around with you, O oh God. We desire to stop playing around with this life, O oh God. Your word tells us, Lord, that you cut our years short because you would no longer strive with the spirit of man, because every thought of man was continually evil. Father God, we are still under that mandate, oh God. You still have cut our lives short. We no longer live 900 years, 800 years. And Father God, if we did, we don't know that we would even want to live that long in this day and age. But Father God, we trust you, your wisdom, and your sovereignty. We trust your providence. We trust that things are the way they are because you have allowed them to be the way they are. And you will work in, through, around, over top, and underneath it, oh God. You will weave everything into your sovereign will. So we thank you, Lord, for the circumstances. We thank you for where we are right now today, oh God. Some say that it is the sum total of the decisions that we have made in our lifetime. Maybe it is, oh God. But we're glad that we know a God that can change everything, oh God. We know, Father God, that if we give ourselves to you in prayer and seeking you, that we can change who we are on the inside, Father God, simply by obeying you. We no longer have to walk around and say, oh, that's just me. Oh, that's just the way I am. That's just the way I've always been. No, Father God, you said that we are a new creation, oh God, that the old has passed away, that the new has arrived, oh God, and we believe your word. We know that psychologists have even said that values will override a person's personality. May you be our values today, oh God. May you override our personality. May we not slink back into that comfort zone of saying that is just who I am. May we go ahead and experience the difficulties and the discomfort of being put through a trial by fire that we may be tested as pure gold and come out saying that our faith is strong, that our faith is real. How can we say we have faith, oh God, if it's not tested? How can we say we have trust, oh God, if we're not put into a situation where we need to trust? How can we say that you are our rock, oh God, if we never lean on you? So, Father God, we thank you today for all that you have spoken. We thank you for the prayers of the saints who are on the line that have gone forth. We thank you, Father God, once again, for the word that is coming to educate us and edify us right now. May we all have a heart and a spirit to receive, and may the desires of the hearts of the people be granted by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks greeting in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, I am my brother's keeper. I want you to understand that means we'll help us one to another. God bless you, man of God, for praying. It's all of you that have pressed your way into the kingdom of God to hear the word of the Lord. Hey, God always has something to say. If his people are willing to hear it, hey, let's pick up the baton and keep on praying and talk to our God. Father, we just thank you for another day and opportunity. Share your goodness, your kindness, and your mercy. For your mercy is renewed every day, fresh for us, O oh God, that we may be the people of God to understand that our God is a caring God. 
God, I just thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, that shed his anointed blood, pure blood, to cleanse us from our sins, from all unrighteousness. Once again, Father, I'm asking that you fill my mouth with blood, that I'll speak life and strength. Take Shama cover these that are under the sound of my voice and your blood. Saturate them under your blood. Baptize them under the blood that, God, they'll be clean and purified and used for your glory and for your kingdom's sake. Father, we'll forever give your name the praise, all of the honor and all of the glory in the wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted, Amen. And amen. Hey, beloved, I want to share a word with you. It's from the book of Jeremiah. Yes, you're right. From that first chapter, we're going to share briefly what the Lord has given to me to share to you. And I believe that God has something to say to all of us. Here's what the word of God said in chapter 1 of the book of Jeremiah. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Halikai, of the priests that were born in Anath, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Amnon, the king of Judah, in the thirteenth year is his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zadikiah, son of Josiah, the king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Behold, I formed thee in the belly. I knew thee before thou came forth out of the womb. I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. I want to talk to you from the fault born from a child to do the will of God, born from a child to do the will of God. In other words, what we call the dioxyribonucleus acid, which is only the DNA of, of God, was inside of Jeremiah before he was ever born. Every child of God and every person that's born into this world has an assignment set by God. The Bible said, every soul is mine, even that soul that's in it. That means God owns every one of us. And there is a choice and a chosen assignment that has been placed and mandated upon each one of our lives. Hear me carefully, beloved. There is two doctrines take place in this particular text. The doctrine of sanctification and the doctrine of predestination. God has sanctified every child from the mother's womb to be used by him. He predestined our lives. But the choice that we make has a lot to do with the fulfillment of these doctrines. Adam was chosen by God, created, fallen from the dust of the earth. God downloaded himself into Adam 
Adam was able to name and to speak of every creature and everything upon this earth because God had chosen him. Moses was chosen by God, born of the Hebrew family of Amram and Joshabel, but yet cast away in the ark, put in between Burrush, taken by Pharaoh's daughter. That did not stop the assignment. It was only leading Moses to prepare him for to fulfill the assignment that God had placed upon his life. I want you to gather the thoughts of Jeremiah for a moment. Because if God had not called Jeremiah to a prophet's life to be prophetic, he was born to the bloodline of Aaron. He surely would have been a teacher as well. God just elevated him from a child. Now, hear me carefully. He said, before I formed thee in the belly, God's mindset for all of us has already been put and established in the heart of God before he ever formed you in your mother's womb. Jeremiah was set aside from birth. Hear me well. Devil, don't play with the phone this morning in Jesus' name. But here's the problem. Every person was born fearfully and wonderfully made, the Bible says, by God. Jeremiah came forth, sanctified from his mother's womb, ordained to do the will of God. And if you can put it in your mind to think that every child of God that's been chosen and called has been sanctified, but they only come around to the sanctification in the time that God has moved them to be part of every generation. For example, when Samuel went to Jesse's house, after the rejection of Saul, God said, go down to Jesse's house of Bethlehem. Bethlehem, and I have me another child there that I've anointed to be something great for me. Surely Samuel thought Eliab would be the one because they were tall, big. He said, surely this is God's anointing. And God rebuked Samuel in a sudden spirit. and said, look not upon the outward appearance, because man look about the appearance. I look upon the heart. Then he went to Abinadad. He was not the one. Then he went to Shammah, but he was not the one. But the one that God had chosen was one meek and ready out in the field. I stopped by to tell you, honey, brother, my sister, my brother, you have been chosen from birth. And no matter what you have done or what you've gone through, it has only been the preparation of God to prepare you for this time that he's getting ready to choose and cause us to go to another level. Watch what God did through Samuel when he anointed David. All of his siblings was in his presence. His parents was in his presence. But most of all, God was in his presence. Why was that? Because God had chosen you and I before we was ever formed in our mother's womb to do the will of God. Listen, I was born in Catholicism. I was a Catholic, an altar boy, knowing the ways of God. But that was all home training for me. People say, 
over how in the world can you be Catholic and you become a man of God? I was born a man of God even though I was a Catholic that had nothing to do with the calling of God. I was placed in the midst for a reason to learn those things, to learn a solid foundation, to learn commitment. I shall tell you, Jeremiah's of the book of God. When the word of the Lord come to you and I, it come to perform something inside of us great, that the world will know that there is a God prophet, a God prophetess in this land. Listen to me carefully, because when God made a choice of you and I, he don't make mistakes. That's why he used the doctrine of sanctification. I set you apart, even though you was doing those bad things, even though he was into this and that, permissive security. He was in everything uncleanly, ungodly, but I chose you. But don't ever get it twisted in love, because when the doctrine of predestination take place, God will lead you and I to the place that is higher than us. That means that we're coming to the rock. We're coming to Jesus to do the will of God. Now Jeremiah is here, and Jeremiah is complaining. I can't do it, Lord. I'm only a child. And God said, listen, your inexperience and your intimidation does not move me because I am the Lord God that formed thee. God know what to do with us. God know how to use you. He know where to place you at the right time and the right place among the right people. Because we have been chosen by God, we cannot evade that calling. Too often every child of God have excuses, but I want you to reflect back over your life. God have always been there, dropping subtle hints. Look, I'm here. Even as a sinner, you'll say things happen. Man, God must have been with me. Oh, that was the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Even though we had not come to the full knowledge of him, he was saying to us all the time, I chose you before your birth. There was no accidents. It was God leading you and I by the word of God. His word has navigated us. His word has kept us. Now his word wants to elevate us because he's chosen us to do his will. Every child of God, every man of God, every woman of God has a testimony in their lives. Very simple fact is there because God wants you and I to recognize how long he's been with you. Jeremiah had to come to the settled place of his life. God said in that age, be not afraid of their faces. I'm getting ready to tell you, get rid of your inexperienced thoughts. Get rid of the spirit of intimidation. For I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. It's been from your birth. It wasn't your education. It is not your degrees. Paul said, I count all those things with time. They mean nothing. 
The only degree mean anything is to be a born again, washed in the blood of the Lamb. He has chosen you, not because you're beautiful, not because you're handsome, not because you're strong, not because you're tall or strong. He chose you because he has confidence. So I want whoever I'm talking to come down from your high places. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. And in due season, we will reap if we faint not. It is not because you've got just a little more than someone else. It's because God loved you enough to choose you from your birth. It has been from your birth. God had his rest upon. Hey, beloved, this is Apostle Keeper. And I am trying to press something in your spirit because I am my brother's keeper. My prayer last night, I said to God, I feel the urgency of telling folks, get saved. Repent. The time is drawing closer. And hell is a real place. I just lost an uncle. I went back over my mind. I'm not the judge. I said, Lord, I just hope he had things right with you. Because can you imagine your loved ones or yourself living in hell for the eternity of life? Tormented. Flames, worms that die and not, never cease. All because we kept Jesus to ourselves. God's expressing my spirit is an urgency time. It's been since your birth to do this. Let's do the will of God. Let's get some folks saved, and I'm crying in my heart for you. If you're saved, let's continue on with it. Will there be ups and downs? Surely there will. Will there be times of disgust and discouragement? Surely there will. But God that you and I serve has not made a mistake in choosing you from birth. Hey, this is your Apostle King Brooks. Just take hold of Till next week, I want you to think. Think on the goodness of God. Think on where you could have been, but where you are because of God. Keep praying one for another. We are our brother's keeper. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray for my loved ones. Pray. Don't just say we'll do it. Do it. And watch God do something mightily in all of our lives. I love you, beloved. You have a blessed day. I'm out. God bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.